Hey everybody, welcome back to Puppy Training Principles with cornerstonepuppy.com. So um, I recently did a question and answer on Instagram and our Instagram is uh, cornerstone dog training. If you want to go jump on that question and answer thread, you're welcome to, but um, it's always informative and it's always fun to see. And one of the questions or statements really I got was um, my dog incessantly jumps on people when they come to the door, like, how do I, how do I control it? How do I get it to stop? So uh, this is what I thought I would talk about today. And a lot of people have the same issue. A lot of people with puppies, usually with puppies, we don't mind so much. We see it kind of as cute or they're smaller. Um, we only care when the dogs get bigger, but let's, uh, let's go into this and talk about why this happens and how to fix this behavior. So at the root of things, you know, from the beginning, we've got to see that dogs are pack animals. And so when, you know, someone else comes into that pack, it's only natural that the excitement level goes up. And a dog has tons of questions going through their mind when something like this happens. Uh, questions like, you know, who's this new person? What info can I smell off them? Um, they walked right into our space. They didn't stop or anything so what authority do they have um are they strong or are they weak are they going to be staying forever is this a short-term thing or a long-term thing will they improve the pack uh or drag it down where do i the dog where do i fit in this new dynamic so your dog i mean questions flooding their mind because to them you just added somebody to the pack and again they don't know if this is going to be long-term or short-term they don't know what this situation is going to be like. And so all of this, all of these big questions, all of this who and what and they and what and why and where, all of these big questions ultimately lead to one big adrenaline rush. It's just one big adrenaline rush. And that's really what's at the root of all of this and at the root of a lot of issues that people struggle with, behavioral issues. And so we can see... Here comes a metaphor, ready? You can see the leaves and you can try to prune off all the bad ones and say, oh, my dog's got this jumping leaf on his tree. This is a weird analogy, but okay. He's got this jumping leaf and, and we can cut that off. We can work with that and we can focus on that. Or, you know, he, um, he uh, what, he nips people, right? Um, he's always really nippy and there's this big leaf we've got to, or branch we've got to try and take care of. But really, if we want to make a big difference, right? For we we can sit there all day long and focus on one, you know, this leaf and that leaf, but if we go to the root, we can really make a big change. So, what happens with your dog when someone walks in to the room or in through your door, you know, is there's a big chemical change. There's a big chemical change inside your dog when someone walks in. And even more importantly, it's a big chemical change that's trained. It's a trained chemical change. So that's actually the good news because if it's trained, it can also be untrained, which of course doesn't happen overnight, but it can change. And that's the good news. That's what um, we want to hear. That's what we want to see because then we know if it can be trained, it can be untrained. So go back to the root of it. If the root is adrenaline, there's this chemical change that happens because your dog's used to, you know, someone else comes into the room and what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And the body reacts to it. 
then how do you know how do we like when when that happens to us how do we burn adrenaline um we either have to go exercise right we we run a lot or we exercise a ton or we find a calming method um for somebody like going into a sports game or something like that that calming method might be to listen to their tunes they have a playlist that they listen to and it just gets them right in the zone and it helps bring the adrenaline down so you can use it when you really need it not burning all your energy and you know right before the event happens and so you want to be able to focus that and turn it on and off and of course as you go through and you do more reps with anything you're going to have less adrenaline adrenaline is not a bad thing right it's there to help us out and in dogs of course for you know hundreds thousands of years adrenaline has been a big part of it a lot of times you'll see a bigger quicker adrenaline rush in some dogs like herding dogs they're probably going to have a, a faster adrenaline rush because they've been bred for generations to have that quick adrenaline rush to do the work that they need to do. So that's kind of, you know, understanding adrenaline is going to make a huge difference, even from the puppy stages on. In, in fact, you probably, you probably see this in pup, you see it a lot. So dogs don't inherently know how to get a calming method. You know, they're not just, they don't just say, they're not born saying, like we aren't born saying, you know what, I've got too much excitement here. I got to sit down and calm down or I've got to go read a book or I've got to go listen to my tunes. Like that, that doesn't, that doesn't happen. And so they've, it's a learned behavior. And so what, what do you see puppies do? Um, some of you have puppies and you watch this late at night, it gets close to bedtime and your puppy starts going crazy. You get the puppy zooms, you know, the puppies zoom, zoom, shooting all over the place. And it's like they are uncontrollable crazy. And sometimes it's funny and sometimes we're just like, dude, what is wrong with you? My dog is crazy. Well, think about it. This dog is about to go to sleep. It's time to go to sleep. I've got this unused adrenaline and this adrenaline, you know, and so his body's pumping adrenaline in and I've got to, how do I get rid of this? I got to do some crazy. This is where exercise comes in. Exercise is great that way. You know, it's going to help burn some adrenaline. But really, ultimately, to change behavior, we want to be able to moderate that adrenaline as it comes or before it comes in situations where it would come. So uh, here's the situation, right? You've probably had this happen to you before. Um, when this is, you know, you're at the door or someone's at the door, let's say someone's at the door, they ring the doorbell or they, uh, knock on the door and your dog, even usually right before it happens, the adrenaline starts going up and they are barking or whatever. And they're running at the door and you're trying to get to the door and open it. And they're rushing the door and pushing. And you're having like this battle between the two of you and you're holding them back and I saying, Hey, no, stop, stop. And you're actually adding adrenaline to the situation, right? We're pulling them back. And that's like them saying, no, I got to move forward. That opposition reflex that we've talked about in other set in other podcasts. And you know, they're, they're, we're adding adrenaline to the situation instead of diffusing the situation. So we're using our human way when it's counterproductive to the dog way of understanding and we're adding adrenaline to the situation. So it gets worse. It doesn't ever change. So if you really want to change the behavior, I mean, there's, there's products and ways and methods to manage the situation. You, for example, you could say, 
all right, um, I know someone's coming over, so I'm going to put the dog in the kennel so I don't have to worry about all of this craziness going on. Or um, I'm, you know, there's all sorts of gates and things like that that people put up to work with this. And, and those aren't bad. They're good for a starter, but they're not really going to change behavior. If you really want to change the behavior, the process is to teach impulse control in a variety of ways that all add up to actually changing the chemical makeup of your dog. No joke, right? If, if I mean, if we're, maybe you realize the same thing. Like if you go to, to exercise or before a game and you all of a sudden, you know, usually there's a low that comes physically in our bodies because our body's like saving up and then the adrenaline kicks in as you start to exercise and the adrenaline comes and if you do it at the same time every day, that adrenaline starts to come. If you wake up at the same time every day, guess what? It gets easier to wake up the same time every day because it's a trained behavior. We're training our body to start producing those chemicals so we can accomplish the things we need to accomplish. And so we want to actually change the chemical makeup of our dog. And they're going to be calmer. They're going to be more peaceful. I mean, it's fun to be excited, but it's not fun to be living on adrenaline all the time. In fact, um, <laughs> by far the number one issue people have when they come to transform their dog with us is their dogs are adrenaline junkies. And it wears on you. It will shorten your life if you're all if the dog's always, always, always adrenaline, adrenaline, adrenaline. So it might sound impossible. And you might be, you know, people say things all the time. I hear this all the time. I don't think my dog could do that. Never, never could my dog be that calm when someone comes to the door. It's just not possible. And we've done it hundreds of times with dogs whose owners said those exact same words. I'm not kidding. They just, you know, it, it doesn't seem possible. And I love that it is. I love that there's that there's ways and methods to change life in that way. And not just for us, but for our dogs and to have a better, more fulfilling life. So this situation, it can change. Um, start teaching boundaries and impulse control. Give your pup a way to self-regulate. Teach a place command. Oh, I love the place command. One of the best commands ever. Um, teach a downstay. Teach a sit stay. Teach heel. Teach waiting at the door. All of those things, excuse me, all of those things over time are going to work to transform your dog. So the short answer to the question um, of how I get my dog to stop going crazy when someone goes to the door the short answer is, um, you know, you can on the front end, creative, you're going to have to be creative and, and manage the situation. And and you should, I mean, just so that change can happen quickly. But to really have long term change, it happens on the back end of the behavior spectrum uh, by teaching impulse control and boundaries. So um, that process is an awesome process. Again, it's not going to happen overnight. And it's something that we work on with puppies. You know, there's step-by-step -step way we can do that. And that's how our program's set up because we see this happen all the time with adult dogs and we want to fix it before it happens and save you the hassle and the trouble. So you can check it out at cornerstonepuppy.com and uh, purchase that program. And you'll, what we do is we do a step-by-step -step videos and phases so that you can work on that. Or, of course, I mean, you can always look on YouTube 
go find something about downstays and things like that. But if you want it all organized, then cornerstonepuppy.com. And uh, if you have a dog over about five, six months, then feel free to contact us on our website and sign up for a free consultation. We'll get in contact with you and work you through the process of being able to make that change. That dream uh, can be yours. You can have a dog that's calmer in general and uh, that, no joke, picture this, doorbell rings and your dog just goes and lays on a spot. Never rushes the door again. Doesn't ever jump on people. Has the impulse control to say, I'm excited, but I can still control myself. That's a beautiful thing. So keep at it. Happy training. And we'll talk to you later.